Welcome to a New Testament journey. We'll have our Bible reading followed by our devotional. Chapter 7 After this I saw four angels standing at the four corners of the earth, holding back the four winds of the earth to prevent any wind from blowing on the land or on the sea or on any tree. Then I saw another angel coming up from the east, having the seal of the living God. He called out in a loud voice to the four angels who had been given power to harm the land and the sea. Do not harm the land or the sea or the trees until we put a seal on the foreheads of the servants of our God. Then I heard the number of those who were sealed, 144,000 from all the tribes of Israel. From the tribe of Judah, 12,000 were sealed. From the tribe of Reuben, 12,000. From the tribe of Gad, 12,000. From the tribe of Asher, 12,000. From the tribe of Naphtali, 12,000. From the tribe of Manasseh, 12,000. From the tribe of Simeon, 12,000. From the tribe of Levi, 12,000. From the tribe of Issachar, 12,000. From the tribe of Zebulun, 12,000. From the tribe of Joseph, 12,000. From the tribe of Benjamin, 12,000. After this I looked, and there before me were a great multitude that no one could count from every nation, tribe, people, and language, standing before the throne and before the Lamb. They were wearing white robes and were holding palm branches in their hands, and they cried out in a loud voice, Salvation belongs to our God who sits on the throne and to the Lamb. All the angels were standing around the throne and around the elders and the four living creatures. They fell down on their faces before the throne and worshipped God, saying, Amen, praise and glory, and wisdom and thanks and honour, and power and strength be to our God for ever and ever. Amen. Then one of the elders asked me, These in white robes, who are they, and where did they come from? I answered, Sir, you know. And he said, These are they who have come out of the great tribulation. They have washed their robes and made them white in the blood of the Lamb. Therefore they are before the throne of God and serve him day and night in his temple. And he who sits on the throne will shelter them with his presence. Never again will they hunger, never again will they thirst. The sun will not beat down on them, nor any scorching heat, for the Lamb at the centre of the throne will be their shepherd. They will lead them, he will lead them to springs of living water, and God will wipe away every tear from their eyes. This section is like an advert break in the midst of the main show. In the hiatus between the sixth seals and the seventh seal, we peer through a crack in the door of heaven to remember where all this woe is going. God is winning his earth back. So saints from many cities can share the God-made earth forever with their God.
All through Revelation, we get little advert breaks which remind us of this. Each advert is drenched with adoration, diverse saints singing and dancing as they see the victory of God being unleashed by the Lamb. These 144,000 represent the martyrs. We shouldn't take the number literally, otherwise you'd have to feel quite sorry for the 12,001st martyr in the tribe of Naphtali. So close, and yet so far. The number 144,000 is what John hears announced. But then he looks to see there is a huge multitude of every tribe and language. What is heard is a metaphorical description of the crowd he sees. 12 means perfection of government and 10 refers to something being God's choice. So 12,000 refers to those who have been definitely and irrevocably chosen by God to carry out his perfect governance. The use of the names of the tribes of Israel shows how this vision is the culmination of the whole sweep of the biblical narrative from Genesis through to Jude. These symbolic representatives of all who have lived like the lamb and been killed like the lamb stand before the throne to celebrate the victory that the lamb is winning. Their standing and singing isn't a vision of the eternal destiny of these saints. We get to that in the closing chapters. Instead, they stand like cheerleaders on the touchline, beholding what the Lamb is unfolding, and without the slightest doubt that he can and will win back the earth. And so we should bear these people in mind when we read the chapters on the woes. In South London, visions of God's wrath bringing decreation might seem rather unsettling. There is much in our way of life that we wouldn't want to come to an end. But the point is this. In this infected and corrupted earth, great multitudes are being chewed up and spat out by the schemes of Satan. These people from many nations and tribes, Nigerians and North Koreans and Naphtalians and even South Londoners have yearned for justice and have begged God for salvation. They died without consolation, but now, from the vantage point of heaven, they are seeing the God of all creation winning back the earth to make it good again. Here's a question for reflection. How conscious are you of those who've died for their faith in Jesus? Do you hear the songs that they're singing right now? We pray God's word bears fruit in your life. For all the information about the New Testament journey, head to www.anewtestamentjourney.net.